psychosis and the, you know, the admitting yourself to hospitals. You make it sound like I admitted myself into a mental ward. No, no, no. Like I was like no, well, you don't want to institutionalized. No, no, no. Well, no. okay, let you, me. You have a straight, you do have a straight jacket in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're not, a, you're not a trash bag yet. We're fucking trash bags. No, we are not. <laughs> Welcome to Alcohol and Anxiety. We are your hosts, Jessica and Jacob. All right. So first, I think that we need to make it very clear right off the bat. Mm -hmm. We are not a couple. We are not an item. We are cousins. Yes. I think that's very important. Yeah. I I mean, most I think most everybody who initially listens knows the story. Correct. But I don't think many people would know why we would why we came up with the idea of alcohol and anxiety. Right. And how, how did we come up, with, come up with the concept? Well, it's because you have and have checked yourself into the hospital a number of times because of anxiety, <laughs> right? Uh, HIPAA laws. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know we were going that far. Well, I'm not your doctor, so I don't have to abide by these laws. <laughs> okay. But yeah. So yes. you, you have went to the hospital a number of times thinking you were having a heart attack. Yeah, and it Turned was a panic attack. anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. And I drink too much. Right. You're an alcoholic. Well, it's called alcohol and anxiety, not alcoholic and anxiety. (laughs) You know what I mean? So let's not call me an alcoholic. And let's talk about how when we drink alcohol, it gives us... It fuels the anxiety. It fuels the anxiety. My heart beats 130 right now. Would you like an Ativan? No. But... All right. We're going to get right into it. As we go... I took... We obviously spent the weekend together. Right. And we, I didn't mean to get into it this fast, but we might as well just do it. I took a Xanax. Along with what else? No, I just took a Xanax before drinking. And I've never, and I mean this, I've never had, because like, oh, the, the narrative is like you shouldn't take pills while you drink, right? Exactly. Because like, you'll black out. I've never had a clearer like drunkenness in my life. So the point where like, <laughs> I think I might have found my jam a little bit. Let's a milligram let's not, of no. a milligram of Xanax and a couple of drinks. Mm. I found my jam. No, no, we're not promoting that shit. Well, you're not. Promoting I'm not. It. No, <laughs> you're not promoting it. I might be promoting it. Yeah, I don't think I'm a fan of that idea. Okay, that's fine. Either way, that's not the message we're here. Although, to. but I also can't judge because what you may or may not know is, I popped an Ativan. Okay. A few hours before, and then also drank drink with you. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you did the same thing I did, but you don't want to promote that. But I didn't drink right away. Like I took an Ativan no, five yeah. hours later. No, I swallowed. I, I swallowed my Xanax with a vodka soda. Yeah, I know you did. Yeah, but I did have a good time. And let's just explain to the people that. You were supposed to be picking me up. Like, the whole deal with this was we drive my car, you drop me off to get a tattoo, mm-hmm. you go hang out while I'm at my appointment, <clears throat> you come back, pick me up, and then we go to a party. Yeah. And as I'm getting my tattoo, I'm like, you know, I really need to fucking check well, on Jacob yeah, and make sure. Because he's not he, a responsible human being. Right. Yeah, because yeah. he's not responsible and he's driving my car. Yeah. He so has what, a. We'll address it at a later time. You have no lock button on your on your 
car, so. No, because I'm ghetto, and <laughs> I have an older vehicle. I have an old enough car where I still need a key to mm-hmm. turn it on. Yeah. Um, my windshield is cracked. And it's, no AC. And my AC is broken. Yeah. Um, the buttons on my key are falling out. Yeah. One super glued in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not ashamed. Yeah. You know, I'm not so, ashamed. So, all that said, you wanted me to be the responsible one. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I, get it. I wanted you to take yeah. care of my car. Hey, yeah. Hey, take care of yourself <laughs> and my car, but I don't take care of my key fob. I get it. It's fine. It's old. Okay. <laughs> it's falling yeah, yeah, apart like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. So I text you. I'm like, how much have you had to drink? And I respect the honesty. You responded with two drinks and a Xanax. Oh, I did say that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. I remember saying that now. Oh, well, I, thought you, you yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I thought you just said this <clears throat> was the clearest drunk you've ever had. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, it is. But I, well, yeah. Now okay. I remember saying that. Yeah, so I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. And as a result to that, my tattoo artist had to drive me to you to get my car. Yeah. That's what you pay for with a tattoo artist, though. Yeah, okay. Yeah. A, a taxi <laughs> after, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they um, are grossly overpaid, but he, great but work, though. Great amazing work. work. Amazing work. I would drop that all day. I mean, well, hey, I mean. <laughs> you dro- you dropped that all day? Well, there's a good chance he listens to this, and I don't know that he knows what you know that means but apparently you're gonna drop it on him (laughs) shut the fuck up (laughs) i wouldn't mind okay let me rephrase i would not mind paying that for the the work i get yeah absolutely that would be well (laughs) kind of work you're trying to get hey you know Uh, that we weren't supposed to get this deep into this (laughs) this was be an introductory thing We're only, we're only, what, six minutes in? So it's still an intro. Well, so then I guess you'd probably be better at explaining why we decided to start uh, a podcast. Okay, so let's go way back. When Mario was still alive. Mm-hmm. And for those that don't know, Mario is my husband. He passed away seven mm-hmm. months ago. When he was alive, uh, you and him would talk all the time about, we're going to start a podcast. We're going to start a podcast. And because you guys are men, you I never did it, yeah. right? Neither one of you took the ambition to actually do it. So he passed away. You're with me 24-7, basically. And we have deep, entertaining conversations. Mm-hmm. We argue, not argue, but no. we, we go in depth with certain topics, right? Um, and we... We're like, oh, this this is podcast material, and we should really start a podcast. And being that I'm an entrepreneur, and I already own my own business that I started from the ground up, and it's been successful, I got it up and, and going for us. So let me help you out to me. Yeah. And so that's how we're here. I don't think, I don't think you thought I was going to take it as serious. No. I mean, there's been... Uh... I mean, between the time of, like, the thought of it was probably March, maybe April. And then, you know, the plan out of, like, oh, we're going to start a podcast. But, like, the no no real date to it, putting it off into the future. And then you scheduling a photo shoot for us. I'm like, okay, well, that photo shoot's two and a half months away. 
we do the photo shoot, we buy all the equipment, and being, I mean, to be quite honest, it's appropriately named podcast because the anxiety I've had surrounding pressing play, I mean, I'm wearing, nobody can, nobody can see it. I'm wearing glasses, a hoodie, and a hat on so that you guys can't see <laughs> how I really am right now. And I'm half drunk. So, yeah, I, I never thought that we'd get to the point where we would actually record, but being here now, I mean, we might just let it rip. And I'm wearing very short shorts. It's almost <laughs> disturbing how yeah, short yeah, they you are. You can almost see it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'm not looking. No, I didn't think you would. Like you said in the beginning, we're not married. No, that's gross. Okay. See, and this is the thing. This is what you've done a number of times <laughs> in regards to it. When people say, are we together? You say, no, that's gross. <laughs> and that makes me feel like a piece of shit, a piece of shit, you know? I don't mean to make you feel bad about yourself, no, but I that's a that. disturbing thought. Like, seriously, today when we were standing at the cash register at Best Buy fighting over who's going to pay for a fucking SD card. Yeah. We look like a couple. Yeah. And it doesn't help that I wear my wedding ring still. Mm-hmm. We have matching hand tattoos. For your husband. For my husband. Mm-hmm. But nobody knows that. Mm-hmm. To a stranger, we look like an item. And it's... I feel like I need to walk around with a shirt on that's like, Co- this is... No, it's just his cousin pointing to, like, whatever yeah. side I'm, I'm standing on. Exactly. Yeah. No, trust me. I feel like, well... It helps me. That's the difference between men and women. Like, a woman sees me and would deem me more desirable because I do have a woman with me. We can get to the the psychosis or whatever that is with women. But for you, yeah, you're off limits, which, you know. Kind of, yeah. Whether you want to be. I don't know. That's a, I think that's a whole other conversation. I mean, that's another fucking hour conversation. For sure. Because that goes so many different ways. I guess it depends on... The day. <laughs> and the time and my mood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. But I do know um, I'm going to get a shirt made. <laughs> for, oh, to, for us to wear in public. Yeah. yeah. Of course. It'd be helpful. Although I do have to say that I do think there will be some people that are like, for them being cousins, it's fucking disturbing what they talk about. What? Oh, you mean? Uh, oh, so I think that's important to like disclose now like there's not much off limits right like no moving forward if anybody if anybody listens to this or chooses to listen from here on moving forward like i don't know that there's there's i've talked to you through everything in life so you know the majority of my life right so i guess i guess you're right like people would probably feel like the things that we talk about as i almost said siblings uh (laughs) as family members would they would find disturbing but, like, that's the whole point of this, right? Right. I think also they don't know our family dynamics because how we talk to each other is not exclusive between me and no, you. No, that's how everyone in the family yeah, talks. Absolutely. It's the comfortability that everybody in the family has. Which, yeah. I mean, to be fair, like, we've all brought people around. We have friends who come around who might think it's, like... Really weird that uh, we talk about sex people, to our yeah, parents. Grandma's fucking, you know... And grandma says a lot of inappropriate a lot shit. Of things about your grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
I think a lot of people would think it's weird, but once you're around our family, you'd be like, oh, okay, I get it. I have to like explain that to a lot of people when they first come around. Like, okay, listen, we're very open. We talk about it. You're going to hear everything. That's why when my kids were in school and it was their birthdays, I wouldn't invite classmates to our house because it's like their parents are going to be here and we swear way too fucking much and we say way inappropriate shit it would like yeah we're questionable i don't know i don't know that questionable is the word i think it's um just a level of comfortability within and that's why like i think if you're on the outside and you're lucky enough to come in like those people who are who have come in and who have been around us have never left right because of that i think that's largely in part why it is um but i mean i'm assuming over the however many of these we do like it's gonna get a little awkward you might cry a little bit i'm gonna cry a lot i might cry a little bit we're gonna cry we're gonna laugh oh we're gonna have a lot of fun and a lot of we're gonna have a lot of drinks because why wouldn't we you know a lot of drinks a lot of games a lot of a lot of everything um games i didn't know about these games well, you're not supposed like kinda to. Like kind of like would you rather's. I, I have a lot of ideas in my head that I'd like to just throw at you. Like I don't want you to know about it ahead of time because I think it would okay. make recording a lot funner. A lot funner that way. Yeah. We'll have guests too. Yeah. We're going to have guests. We're going to have just a real good fucking time. Yeah. And it's going to be real. No, yeah, above all else, it's going to be real. It's going like, to be real. It's going to be raw. Like, and even, like, we have the, the intro, like, to it, de- describing what it is. But even then, like, we may just be mid-convert. One day, we might, we might come in off of drinking on a Friday night and just, you know what? Like, we're having such a great conversation. Like, let's just go get this on and record it and put it on. Like Exactly. Just I don't like think tonight. There's any limit to it. Like tonight. This was supposed to be just a test. Yeah. None of this has been scripted. None of this has been planned out. We no. have not. We didn't little do a little like fucking meeting well, beforehand. We did in, the beginning. in the beginning. Let's not lie to the people. Not that there's anybody listening, but. But what was our meeting about? Oh, like, oh, what should I say? Like, you're going to say, hey, my name's. Oh, you mean like the. The intro. intro. Hey, welcome to Alcohol and Ex- yeah. yeah. That's because it's in the we beginning. Got, we, have, we have a little bit to iron but out. But after like the first minute. None of that shit. You didn't know what I was going to say to you. You know, I'm, I, I mean, I don't even know how far we're in. I'm kind of surprised that we're still going. I'll be honest with you. I will be honest. I've been questioning it. <laughs> like, at what point are we going to stop this? Yeah, I, I thought this was just an like, intro. I don't know how we're going to go from the middle of a conversation and be like, all right, well, that's been your, you know, introduction yeah. to this. But I think, you know, for whoever or however many people listen, like, hopefully we provide some form of entertainment. Entertainment, information inspiration yeah i think we probably will dive into like the the things you've been through right right grief widowhood well also the psychosis and the you know the admitting yourself to hospitals you make it sound like i admitted myself into a mental ward like i was like institutionalized okay let me you have a straight you do have a straight jacket in the closet (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's for uh, my That's, adult time. No, yeah, no, 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 I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> uh, um, no, L- let me just elaborate a little bit more because you make it sound like I'm legitimately crazy. No, no, no I didn't mean it like that. I'm just saying, like... No, I know. I, I think for... for, for <laughs> there's so many stories in our family of people going to the hospital for anxiety, but and yes, elaborate on it. 
so I have gone to the emergency room twice because I thought I was having a heart attack. I thought there was something wrong with my heart. And when you're in the middle of an anxiety attack or a panic attack, you cannot talk yourself off that ledge. When your chest is tight and you can't breathe and all this shit is going on and you feel like you're going to pass out, you don't you you stop and you think, "Okay, is this anxiety and panic attacks or is this a heart attack?" Mm. And you'd rather play it safe than, you know, just sit around and wait and see what happens. Yeah. But after dealing with it enough and going to the emergency room for it enough, I now I could tell what is what. Like I've had doctors explain to me if it was a heart attack, you would have constant pain. The pain wouldn't just come and go or it would be extreme pain. And they like further explained how a heart attack would feel. And so now when I have anxiety and that shit flares up, I'm like, all right, chill the fuck out, Jessica. It's all in your goddamn head. Um, but yes, so that's why I went to the hospital and they're like, it's your anxiety. And they give me hell a fucking Ativan, send me on my way. See, and, and I'm a, I sit here making fun of you, but you have never had fucking medical professionals rush to your aid in the middle of a flight like I have because I had a panic attack. Right. So like just me sitting here making fun of you is kind of hypocritical because you're the, you're largely a part of the reason why I didn't have continuing anxiety and panic attacks because the whole I was convinced on the plane I had a heart attack for days. And you're like, well, you would have constant pain if you had a heart attack. And there's there's times where I'm like, I had a heart attack on that plane and I'm still living. <laughs> I feel like a survivor. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm a survivor. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. I totally 100% understand. And it's weird to say that, you know, I feel like who I was before Mario died, if you were to tell me your husband's going to die, mm. I would think, oh, great. Like, my anxiety oh, is... No, like, oh, great, my anxiety is oh, going to get God, okay. worse. Okay. Like, I'm going to yeah. really fucking lose my mind, mm -hmm. right? Um, and, yeah, he suddenly, unexpectedly dies. And I don't know if it's because maybe I'm still numb. Maybe I just don't give a fuck anymore. I haven't had anxiety like that since he passed away like all the anxiety and all the panic attacks that i had prior oh, to him passing away in, in terms of like you don't care enough to be like you don't care enough about the anxiousness to like really give a shit about it is what you're saying right when i got into therapy she kept saying stuff like your anxiety is because you're too busy thinking about the future yeah. you're so far ahead into the future that you're not focusing on now mm -hmm. you can't control the future you don't know what's going to happen. You have no control over it. You can only control right now. And mm. that thought used to give me anxiety. Like, how dare you tell me I have no control over what's going to happen tomorrow, next week, next month? Like, no, I'm organized. I got my shit together. I can control this stuff, mm -hmm. right? Mario was just going fishing with his dad. That's all it was. He never came home. And because of that, I realize and completely understand what my therapist means. Like, I cannot control what's going to happen. So why the fuck stress off of it? Why worry off of it? Why worry about what's going to happen tonight, tomorrow? All I can focus on is right here, right now, because this is all I have. This is all I have control over right here, right now. Mm -hmm. And so that's all I think about. I don't think about 
anything in the future because anything can change in any fucking minute and I don't have control over it. And if I don't, the only thing any of us have control over is how we respond to shit, mm-hmm. our emotions, how we feel, how we respond to things. That's it. I think because I've gotten to that level now that my, I don't have anxiety like I did before. I have not had panic attacks. No, I lie. I will wake up in the middle of the night with panic attacks. And it's usually because I have dreams where I'm reliving his death. Mm-hmm. And I wake up like, holy <clears throat> shit, this is real. This is really my life. But all my other triggers, all the other things that used to bother me, I just, Take I don't care anymore. anymore. That's where you and I differ, though. Because, like, I do worry a lot about the future. And that's why the whole alcohol thing. Is like that's the the numbing agent where I don't have to worry about what you know things I've said or I've done in the past or whatever or what's going to happen in the future. And alcohol in the in the moment uh, numbs it and dumbs it down where I can just be here. And I think like maybe that's where you and I connect on a you know, on a deeper level. Like you dealing with that and me dealing with my whole shit is 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 letting go of the past and the future and just being present. Right. And maybe maybe that is why the the podcast is alcohol and anxiety because the two kind of for me do intersect and like I do have major anxiety about what's going to happen or what has and what it means for my future but like alcohol just numbs it and dumbs it all out. Right. And then for me if I drink too much yes, then anxiety anxiety, anxiety <laughs> kicks We're in. Totally, <laughs> totally different than that. And that's where it sucks because when I do have a grief bomb fucking explode out of mm. nowhere on me. I wish I could have an escape, but I smoke weed, panic attack. I drink too much, panic attack. Like, I don't have an escape. Yeah, and maybe that's why up. I don't have as much anxiety anymore either, is because since I don't have an escape, I have to deal with shit head on. I have to face it. I have to confront it. I have to sit in my feelings and my emotions. And the more you do that, the more you take away the anxiety's power mm-hmm. because if you respond to your anxiety all the time by you know going to something that will distract you or some kind of coping mechanism mm-hmm. well yes they work the more you use them the more you're training your brain like kind of like a dog when you're trying to treat when you're, you're trying dep- to you're train your dog yeah. how to not bark Right. You they bark, you punish them or they do something good and you reward them. Well, that's how your brain treats fucking anxiety. Your brain will come up with some random ass scenario and it convinces you to believe that it's true. You start this whole anxiety stuff and you respond to it by rewarding it, basically. Mm -hmm. And so your body and your brain is always going to be conditioned to, okay, if I have anxiety, then this is what we need to do to fix it or yeah, and, like and a, it heightens it it makes it worse but if you sit in it and you don't feed into it mm-hmm. and you don't reward it or you don't punish it your brain realizes okay well it's we're not getting excited off of that mm-hmm. anymore we're not getting a huge response so we're just not gonna we're not gonna give off these major releases of adrenaline because we don't need to anymore yeah it was like the, the I was gonna say the, like the reward mechanism like of me being anxious and then like well if we drink we can get rid of it right. and then it goes away but then like the minute we're not drinking anymore it comes right back 
So then just get in this constant cycle of like, well, we can drink to get rid of it. It's like the same thing you said, like a dog, like he's acting up. Well, if he, act, he knows if he acts up enough that he'll get a treat and then he can go back to doing his thing and then act up again and get another treat. And that's, it's like a, it's a reward. It's system. like Lieutenant. Yeah. He'll he'll beg for food, beg, 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 beg for food. We won't give it to him. So what does he do? He goes into the garbage can and gets something uh. because he knows we will trade him. Okay, give me that napkin and I'll give you this piece of food. Yeah. And that's exact. That's what it is. That's essentially what it is. Yeah. So lieutenant is like a sensei a little bit. <laughs> He's the smartest, dumbest dog ever. Ever. Maybe that's what has helped the anxiety, too, is just dealing with my fucking emotions. And maybe I should pay a little bit more attention to Lieutenant. <laughs> I sure, maybe yeah. I should go get a napkin out of the garbage every now and then. <laughs> that might help. Maybe. But you do need to slow it down with your alcohol consumption. Yeah. But we'll save that for another time. Maybe the next, maybe the next time. Maybe we just cut it off here. You think this is a nice place to end it? Nice little intro? Um, yeah, I think so. And we'll, you know, develop some type of... Structure? Structure to a podcast. Whether it or be, maybe this is what people like. Maybe. Because it's, it's a real <clears throat> conversation. Ultimately, it's going to be feedback, right? So this is, I mean, what, how long is this been going for? Almost 30 minutes. So if you are still listening... Which we doubt you are. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah uh, exactly. You've committed, committed, is that the right word? You've committed 30 minutes of but your let's life. Be honest, what the fuck else are you doing? You know what I mean? Uh, 30 minutes isn't shit. Yeah, but if somebody has listened to us for 30 minutes, that means we've no, said I'm, some really good shit that makes them want to stick no, no, around. I'm thankful for it. But like also 30 minutes, like you got time. You can tune in a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> we entertain you enough. Everybody has like, an hour, at least an hour of their day where, you know. But do they want to spend it with us? Uh, do you get caught in traffic? Yeah. Yeah. Who would you rather spend it with? I'd rather spend it with me. <laughs> well, I was going to say I'd rather spend it with you, but you know what? Well, I was speaking for you, honestly. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess this is a nice... Introduction to the what is to be of the podcast yeah. and if you enjoyed what you've heard if you'd like to hear more about us learn more about us um keep following along follow us on instagram, instagram. i will post it uh i guess on everywhere you listen to podcasts i mean but realistically we can't say follow us on instagram because you're probably following us on instagram which is how you are now at well, this uh, right well we choose to post it on our separate accounts that yeah that. but yeah if you follow if you don't already follow us uh what is it alcohol anxiety podcast no just alcohol and anxiety That's pod pod well they would have got there yeah the podcast would have been way too long and i'm assuming by the time that anybody does listen to this it will be up on every <clears throat> anywhere you can listen to it apple spotify yes. yep not youtube yet because my makeup's not done <laughs> <laughs> Gonna do your hair, princess? I'm gonna do my hair, sugar plum. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Well, thank you very much for tuning in, and we will, well, we won't see you, but you'll hear us next time. We'll talk to you later. Peace.